What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey sis, welcome to the Girl Good Nightcap. With this series, you can wind down or get cozy with your nightcap of choice and let the binaural beats relax you as we read selections other than traditional stories and discuss topics of varying interest, all with a melanated twist, of course. This more relaxed format will allow you to let loose and have some real talk just like you would with your girls. Email us at girlgoodnightpodcast at gmail.com to submit your suggestions for future episodes and follow us on Instagram and Facebook to become part of hashtag girlgoodnightgang. Enhance your Girl Goodnight experience with our four-week sleep journal, blank line journal, and more, all available right now in the Girl Goodnight Etsy shop. Just click the link in the episode description and girl, come shop with us. Tonight, we'll be reading passages from a put-together broken heart, written by Stephen Williams. Stephen Williams is a 13-year Army veteran who found a passion for writing in high school. He is also the host of the PMS Pardon My Sarcasm podcast. On his show, his comments are often sarcastic and his opinion always matters. Join him as he discusses relationships, current events, and anything else interesting and intriguing. His episodes can be found on all major streaming platforms and the link in the episode description. Passages from a Put-Together Broken Heart is a compilation book of poems and short stories from the author Stephen Williams' childhood. The poems and short stories don't necessarily coincide, but they do give you an insight to the author's creativity and emotions. All links to connect with Stephen and purchase his book will be listed in the episode description. Now, lay back, take a sip, and sleep in melanated peace. Chapter 8, Father Figures There were summers following that dreadful event that I spent with my father, the warden. Each time was a bit more pleasant than the last visit because I knew I wasn't staying with my stepbrother who had by then joined the army. 
I quickly learned that I had cousins and other family in the city and I no longer felt alone. This next stint with my father wasn't as bad. He was around more than he was before, but he still wasn't really there. This time around, we were living in Tacoma, Washington. I actually enjoyed my time in Washington and had steady father figures in my life. I remember working, playing games with my cousins in the back of my Uncle Johnny's auto repair shop. We used our vivid imaginations and used the beat-down cars behind the shop as scenic stage props while we played Spider-Man or Donkey Kong Country. We had the chance to earn money by taking out radiators and spark plugs out of useless cars. Some of those cars we unintentionally damaged more with our little adventures. Our imaginations grew bigger and brighter in the church. My Uncle Johnny was the pastor of Last Day Ministries Church. I attempted playing the drums while my Uncle Tim, Uncle Ernest, and Cousin John John took turns playing the bass guitar. We took our somewhat slim knowledge of the instruments and turned ourselves into the megastar trio, Jimmy, Jason, and Sean. I was able to push away and hide some of the most traumatic times in my life due to the friendships I have with my cousins and father figures in my life, my uncles. I had so much respect for my Uncle Johnny because when my dad wasn't around, he was who I looked up to and deemed to be a father figure. I oftentimes looked to him for guidance in the occasional game of chess. He instilled many of the traits that I still have in me at a young age. Respect for my elders, how to carry myself as a man, and even lessons on the basketball court. He showed me how to treat others based off of principles in the Bible and the importance of accountability and doing what is right. It was as if I was his third son. My Uncle Tim has always been the lighthearted and gentle provider. If there was anything we needed, he made sure we had it. Whether it was money, haircuts, a ride somewhere, or even something to eat, Uncle Tim was there to make sure we were okay. I always looked at him as the uncle who never had kids of his own, but due to his care for my cousins, myself, and other members of the church, he had plenty of children. My Uncle Ernest was the uncle that I wanted to be like. He had swag, fix and flip cars, rode motorcycles, and would oftentimes pull out a wad of cash, and if we could guess how much it was, he'd give it to us. I don't think we ever got close to guessing how much he actually carried, because like most OGs, he hit the bigger bills in the center of the stack. The combination of my uncle stepped up to care for me when my dad wasn't around. I don't want anyone thinking that my dad didn't love me. I definitely don't want to pay him to be the bad guy either. I can't speak for what he was actually doing because I wasn't there and I was occupied with the friendships that I built with my cousins to notice his absence. I left the one I love. I dreaded this day for a long time now. I dreamed of this day, replayed it over and over. Every time, the same outcome. Every time, the same events. Every dream, I couldn't change the inevitable. I left. Who would have known that when I signed up to join the army, I would fall in love? Fall in love with someone that I never wanted to part from. Turns out, you can't always get what you want. The one. I'm enjoying myself, my life, and my girlfriend. My joy, my passion, and peace are all wrapped up in her. She completes this oval-shaped and disfigured circle. I somehow tell her I must leave. I love... How could I, after this little time, expect her to stay? Is it the charm? Is it the swagger? Is it all of the above? How is it possible to leave something so wonderful and great? I left. How could love slip through my fingers after soothing my heart? How could my heart feel so big, but feel so small? 
How can I get back to where I once was? Is this possible? The one. I was forced to fight a fight I don't believe in. In the process, I could have very well left the one true person that means the world to me. Is it possible to go on living? I love. How do you know that love exists if at every corner you are left with an empty space in your heart? How is it that someone I love with all my heart is the farthest from me? I left. How can love turn its back on a true couple that is in love? How can love choose to separate us? Why is it that I must be separated from my better half? Someone who makes a miserable life more interesting. The one. When will I be reunited with this love? When will I once again be able to hold the hands of the queen of my heart and ruler of my feelings? When will I once again be whole? I love. The tears I cried. The day before I left my heart, it was a day of apologies and bliss. The night before, we hugged, talked, and kissed. It seemed our life hadn't begun, but was about to start. That night we made love, she looked into my eyes and told me how much she cared. I knew she was for me. She fit me like a glove. That night I was so drunk with love that my vision was impaired. She shared with me her sorrows. She shared with me her nightmares. She believed she'd see me tomorrow. I never believed that I wouldn't be there. I lay there naked and expressed without my words my true love towards her. I expressed my wants and desires. I expressed that I would return and fulfill her dreams. As I thrusted lovingly and expressed my reasons, I left her pleased, emotionless in her desires. I felt that our dreams were there to ignite the spark of a new season, and the flames from that spark would be what I inspired. I told her I loved her. I told her I cared. I told her I would forever be her man. I told her I would forever be there. I told her what she meant to me while I stared into her eyes. She laid in my arms lovingly, kissing away the tears that I cried. Not who you want it to be. I see the love and pain you're going through at the same time. How could someone possibly put out a light that once loved to shine? How is it that a love so strong is now in a decline? As if the feelings before were opposite of feelings which so effortlessly inclined. When did this happen? How could they leave and forget about you? Someone so beautiful and passionate about the things that you do? Now filled with such hate for someone whose love once felt so true. How could this blunder, this mistake be made new or be moved? How much time would it take? What risks are at stake? Are the feelings you have now real or fake? If so, how could that be a mistake? Is this person someone that once made you happy? Is that same person someone who would open your eyes and make you see? See the good in everyone and give you a chance to be free? Or is this a person not who you want it to be? Inspiration. I see that you're in need of daily motivation. How can you have motivation without inspiration? I'm the thought behind the process that you put in this situation. I'm the reason you worked so hard and inspired your dedication. I was there cheering you on when you were getting your education. 
I was there when you needed answers, so I gave you information. I brought you to another level. You evolved, so I called it elevation. You became a brand new thing to me, something wonderful. You became a sensation. Then and there, you stated your place in this world. You made a proclamation. In the end, you came to a revelation that without the initial inspiration and the fixation that you were more. This I implore that you would furthermore be the one that I continue to adore. You carried with you my regards from the highest of ceilings to the bottoms of floors, from every glistening window and every painted door, to the rockiest of mountains and the sandiest of shores. No matter how many battles there will be, we will survive this war. Until there is only love and we exist no more, I will continue to be that something that you're longing for. I will remain forever yours. Inspiration. Heartbreak Hotel. Where could it have gone wrong? Things felt so right. Felt as if you were the cause of the sun's light. I tried the best I could and tried with all my might. Instead, our love and compassion turned into a pointless fight. We lacked one thing in our relationship and that one thing killed us. Our love was much too strong for infatuations and lust. We had love, passion, and care, but where was the trust? If staying in a relationship without trust means to suffer, get out, we must. Instead, you leave me loving by lonesome, all by myself, no matter what I did for us or our relationship's health. Constantly, you hid your emotions from me as if you were exhibited a mode of stealth. My feelings were too much to bear. Speaking from the pain you had so bluntly dealt, why am I without love? How is it that me, being able to love so strong, be unloved for so long? Where did I go right and where did I go wrong? Why can't I feel a part of something or feel that I belong? I'm in this hotel alone, alone to deal with my own mistakes. Smothering communication and being weak apparently is what I left at stake. Instead, only now I wish that I was in your place, being the one that's loved and cared for intensely, rather than going through what I've been dealt recently. I would feel the doors close and trap me in every day, regularly. I one day hope to escape this hotel. It'll happen one day soon, eventually. In this heartbreak hotel with feelings of self-hate, I want to be able to feel what love has for me. I want love to set me free. I want love to let me hold in my hands what my eyes can see. I just want to love and be loved just for being me. I have searched all over the place, in stories and people and things I've learned. The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. My senses are gone, all except my sense of love. Where I will continue to dwell until love finds me, I will remain in this heartbreak hotel. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Chapter 9 
the start of something new. For the first time ever in my life, I made the honor roll as a sophomore in high school. I was ecstatic and filled with joy. This may have been one of the few times in my life that I ever felt I made my mom proud. I was finding a love for school. I was still a class clown, but I was actually doing my homework and enjoyed being in school. It helped that I went to high school with my godbrother and a few cousins. I thoroughly enjoyed being in Army JROTC. I was also a band geek. I was the co-captain of the drumline, and I was on the football team, and I found my initial love for writing and theater. I was such a writing and theater whore back then. If I wasn't doing homework or shining my boots for JROTC, I was more than likely writing. It was at Seaside High School in Seaside, California, where I found my love for theater. My very first role in a play was the role of Professor Snape in the spoof we did of Harry Potter. It was a glorious time. I wanted to do some of everything in the theater. I didn't care how the director used me as long as she was using me. I helped with lighting, sound tech, and even dabbled at fight choreography. It quickly became my new favorite passion. I was approached by Monterey Peninsula College and PC's theater company program to work behind the scenes while in high school and earn college credits. One of my not-so-cheered-on performances came at a high school football game where I was getting ready to perform with the drumline. We were getting ready to perform at halftime, and I was amped. It was one homecoming, and I really wanted to put on a great performance. I was leading the drumline as a sophomore. The movie Drumline just came out, and we, as a unit, tried to repeat what we saw and heard on the screen. As I'm joking around with the rest of the line, I start yelling out, I'm crump, I'm crump. Mind you, at that time, I was living in California, in the middle of the crumping movement. A nearby security officer hears me and thinks I'm saying, I'm drunk, I'm drunk, and it all goes downhill from there. Not only does the security guard try to pull me out of the formation before going on to perform, but he literally tries to fight me as the rest of my bandmates are trying to vouch for me. Of all the people who were there that should have defended me, the band director decided to take the security officer's side and basically insinuated that I was causing a ruckus. She wasn't even there with the rest of the band when this occurred. Then she slipped up and mumbled what I thought was the word nigger, and I lost my cool. Somehow, I ended up getting suspended, and my mom had to meet with the principal. Although I didn't think that I did anything out of malice or spite, I was painted as the bad guy in this situation, and even though I had a good year as far as my grades were concerned, I was still causing too much trouble. Like I said earlier, I was what I considered to be a class clown and a disruption. In hindsight, I may have been more than what my mom and grandparents could handle. I probably pushed the envelope a little more than I should have. My excuse is that I was young and I didn't know any better. Even though I'm older now, I look back and know that even then, I knew better. Well, at least that's what I thought. Next thing you know, I'm being sent to serve time with my father, the warden, once more. Waiting for you to call. The curtains pull back as a vision of a shadow sitting in the living room appears. Waiting desperately by the phone, a man lets out a brief, desperate sigh. The camera then zooms in and catches a glimpse of the man's eye. In his eye, you can see so much pain, but on his face, a smirk resides as if some type of disguise. Who knows what's on his mind? Who knows what ahead might lie? The man coughs. 
(coughs) He stands up and paces back and forth, forward and back, wishing he had the answers to his questions, but the answers he lacks. He clears his throat, sits back down in his chair, and puts his hands in his lap, hoping that everything falls back into place and gets back on track. The phone rings. Instantly, he springs towards the phone and answers. On the other line is someone he didn't expect, his mother. Shaking his head, he drops to his knees when hearing the bad news of his brother. Hearing that his brother was injured by the hands of another, he brought his hands to his eyes so that tears he could smother. Speaking to himself, he says, I must remain calm. I must remain strong. I must remain positive as I've done this long. I must regain sensibility. I must regain my senses. I must regain the ability to not let go of my defenses. The man gets up and walks across the room, walks to a picture of two people, a bride and a groom. You think it must be him and his wife. Correct you would be to have assumed, but that picture led to memories he wanted to resume. This man is haunted by the day he was left by his runaway bride. Instead of crying, he smiled, smiled to cover up his pride. However, it was too much today to hold inside. Once again, the man walks to his chair and contemplates the way he would die. Ever since the day he was left in the church, he felt as if he was the only one left alone on this earth. All day he would browse, in the streets he would search, search for the runaway bride who was soon to give birth. Every day he would come to the same halt. He'd take a time out or some sort of stall. Longing for the desires that had so recently recalled, he sits alone in this emotional ball waiting for you to call. So he continues every day and resumes the same routine. He waits for the day when she will once again join his team. Waiting for the day there are no more nightmares and only dreams. He could possibly wait forever, it seems. He stares at the phone and in his head hears it ring, smiling to himself because he can hear her voice sing, all to be met by a painful sting, left by the empty dial tone ring. He takes his tears, his screams, the pain of it all, still waiting for you to call. Phone rings. In case you were wondering, In case you're wondering, I'm not doing too good. I'm not feeling the way that I know I should. I'm waiting for you to change or wishing you would. Thinking to myself, if only you could. Could you possibly be infatuated with me? Is this reality or something I can believe? Or is this just a nightmare of what could be? Either way, it's blinding my vision so I can't see. See past my insecurities and past my doubts. At times, I even hide in the corner and pout because I refuse to raise my voice and shout, all because of this emotional drought. In case you were wondering, I'm waiting for us. Not just for you, but for me to get my feelings past lust. Lust seems so overwhelming, I can't explain it. It's just... My tears will soon turn this face to rust. In case you was wondering, I'm still here, looking all around, hoping that you will appear. Instead, I'm left drowning in a pool of my own tears, 
because my hope has been darkened by the heaviest of fears. In case you was wondering, I'll for now patiently wait. I just hope you get this in time and that it's not too late. I feel shaken by an emotional disaster, something like an earthquake that stirs my emotions and feelings are put at stake. In case you was wondering, I can be better than him. I can brighten your day even if it seems a little grim. I can make you think of me when you're with him, so much that for no reason you grin. Thinking to yourself that with him you're a loser, but with me you can win. In case you was wondering, it's you that I want and there's no mistaking. That I want you so bad that my hands start shaking. Before you, I was all about sex, but now I want lovemaking. I can still be yours, all for the taking. Prelude to the Down Low, Part 1. This is something that I'm going to try. It's like a guy trying to spit game at a girl that's taken. He walks up and sees her sitting at a bench in the park. Let's see where it goes from there. For now, the characters will remain unnamed, so they'll be titled him and her. Him. Quick question. If I told you that you were cute, would that make you smile? Her. Maybe. Him. Well, damn. Okay, what if I complimented you on your flow and your style? Her. What about it? You think it's wild? Him. Well, I'm just saying that I like your aura. You know, your whole profile. Her. Oh, really? Seeing that you put it like that, it might make me smile. Him. How about you come with me? We can talk and I'm sure it'll be worthwhile. Her. Hmm, I don't know. Him. I'm sure you have nowhere else to go. I promise I'll have you back in no time and I won't do anything you won't like. Her. Okay, I guess I could go. It would be all right. Him. So, what kind of things do you like to do? Her. I like singing, dancing, writing poetry, and chilling. What about you? Him. Well... I love to dance. I love listening to music and I especially love poetry. At least we have something in common already. Her. I guess you could say that, but every guy says that. What makes you different? Him. Well, I know guys say that and they run game and they say they aren't most guys, but I'm not them. Her. Oh, you're not them? Okay, what should I think then? Him. Well... I would relax a little because I'm not here to get in your pants. If you like, we could start off by shaking hands. She smiles. Seeing you smile was worth the wait. Her, you're smiling too, so I can relate. He chuckles. Him, damn, where are my manners? I forgot my priorities. Her, what are you talking about? What priorities? Him, It's a shame for us to be talking this long without knowing each other's names. Her. Yeah, you're right. That is a shame. Him. Well, my name is Devin Williams, but my friends call me Will. And you? Her. I'm Rose Honored. It sounds like honored. How do you do? Will. Well, I'm very honored to meet a Rose named Honored. Rose. So... What's your occupation? 
Well, I'm in a weird situation. I'm a soldier. Is that a problem? Rose, why would that be a problem? Well, I'm just saying, one day I might have to go to Iraq. Rose, it's all good, cutie. I got your back. Will, well, it's getting late. Maybe I should let you go. Rose, it's getting kind of late, but you don't have to go. I might have to walk home alone, you know? Will, well, I can give you a ride. Rose, let's see how this goes. I know everything and nothing at all. I know everything and nothing at all, for I choose what I believe. I know everything and nothing at all because I refuse to see. I refuse to see the truth about what's happening to me. I refuse to stay in this emotional relationship where I'm not free to leave. I know everything and nothing at all because my life twists and turns. I realize that my emotions melt and often my feelings begin to burn. I know everything and nothing at all because I know I have much to learn. I learn nothing because I've gained my love's trust, but love I haven't earned. I know nothing at all for I try to take three steps forward, but I take ten steps back. It's because of the things that I've given up and emotions that I lack. Knowing nothing because I'm emotionally derailed and can't get back on track. I need to find a true love, not lust or infatuation, and that's a fact. I know everything because I won't allow myself to be treated badly or tricked. I know everything because I will find love one day, no matter the grind or grit. When I find that love, it will be like a glove that is tightly fit, fit for perfection and doesn't give me emotional grief. How then can I know everything and nothing at all? Because I learned to give up hating myself for previously dropping the ball. I know it's hard, but I will climb love's ladder no matter how tall, even with the possibility that I would fall. All by myself. Facing the corner, I see what I didn't see before. I see the lines and the cracks in the wall. The cracks in the wall lead to the front door. It shook where there was a thunder out and I felt it was going to fall. I viewed the house both inside and out. I viewed it from every nook and every cranny. This house filled me with unbelief and doubt. I knew then that it was unstable and unfit for a family. I look again at the house and see that it represents me. Pretty on the outside, but scratched and cracked on the inside. It reminds me of what I am and who I don't want to be. I see this in myself and I try to hide. It's then that I realize that I have no wealth, nothing to fall back on and no one to help. I have no lifeline, safety or help. I then go back into the empty house because emotionally and physically, I am all by myself. Are you still up? Girl, good night. Sure.
saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big. 